Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a serial adventure podcast being told in order. So if you're just joining us, first of all, thank you. Welcome. Second of all, you might want to go back and check out our earlier adventures to see where we are. We'll still be here when you get back. Thanks for tuning in. I would like to bring up a point about being told in order. Imagine playing a D&D campaign out of order. Yeah, it'd be miserable. <laughs> it'd be Memento. God, well, that movie. It would be one of those interesting, but maybe not fun. Um, <laughs> it'd be fun for like a handful of sessions, but a whole campaign of it, I think, would go crazy. I get my brain burning about doing an out-of-order <laughs> campaign. All right, no. We're not, we're not doing that right now. We're not doing that right now. Um, but, because we're in order, when we last left our heroes, staying in the basement at Hamar's Mercantile, they found that the... It was Evan Hamar, the Knoll. I know. Okay. I'm just... That was a while ago. You just had to look at... Like, you're, you're going oh, back to look at me. I did. Like, you're going back real far. <clears throat> we're not. It was literally one session ago. Oh. It was three weeks real time, but... There's at least a game a very disapproving glance. I was, John is I responding had a confused to. face. I was wondering why he was going John's back so really far. really used to disapproving glances from her, though. <laughs> so it's, it's like a regular Monday. <laughs> True to his word, the old Knoll merchant found them a dwelling. Uh, appeared only slightly used, with a few bloodstains and a human tooth to be found on the uh, the dirt floor. Slightly used. Did any of us actually claim that tooth, or is it just on the floor still? I think we just kicked sand over it. <clears throat> well... If no one's taking it, I'm throwing it out. <laughs> okay. Instead of just having a random tooth with sand over it. We can all deal with this after narration. Within the... No, in narration. Within the structure, <laughs> they also found a hidden box uh, with an elaborate lock on it. Or at least a very difficult to unlock one. Trying out the quite heady uh, amount of keys they've all acquired in this adventure so far. I love keys. Uh, none of them worked except for when Farron opted to try the key he had had in his possession for quite some time. That I'd completely forgotten about. The lock seemed to morph to fit the, the key before opening to find a still beating heart within the vessel. As they drew the heart forth and sort of passed it around and then for some reason Eric's pulled the skull out of his bag... The skull animated and bit him. Because he's a smart ass. And I was the, using it to mock something. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> um, before the the streets adjacent to them were attacked by larger this time skeletal snakes again, and they found the sand woman um, stalking within the the alleyways. A blast of holy fire from Farron uh, brought her low again and basically dispersed her into to dust. And the threat was passed. Regrouping at the house, the party immediately almost seemed to ignore and forget about the still beating heart that's still in their possession. It's not the weirdest thing. Focusing instead on doors and the lack thereof. (laughs) Okay, I think at one point we actually said that we put the we relocked it back up and put it back in the hole. Nobody said that at any point. There's some editorializing in this narration. Just letting you know, (laughs) it's not completely objective. (laughs) Also, keeping in mind. That for the players, there are gaps in time between these events. So it's easy to forget about the still beating heart when that was literally weeks prior. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying from this side of the screen, it seems like your priorities are completely fucked. <laughs> but you do, you guys do you, alright? I'm not trying to run oh, your lives here. We want to talk about fuck priorities as a player. Think about all the screwed up priorities that happened in the games I was running with you guys. <laughs> Look, I'll get you on a, uh, I'll get you on an episode of um, the interview portion of the podcast. No, no, so no, no I wasn't going to sidetrack it with this. 
But for now, uh, embarking on a quest to find a door, um, a surprising <laughs> rarity in this city. Well, oh, when you say it enough. like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When you say it like that, we sound crazy. The character's a rogue. He steals from people. He maybe wants a little extra security for the place where they're storing their shit. Anyway, Drock took this head on. Continue, John. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drock had an amiable uh, oh, yeah, conversation with a man who was almost definitely a murderer. Um, <laughs> Chetetic? Alleged murderer. <laughs> yeah, Chetic. 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 Um, and meanwhile, Eric did some recon for their other quest. Their their debt they owe to mm. Sashai, yeah. the all the fingers on one of the hands of Vargas the merchant that uh, we don't know about. Yeah, uh, who seems by all accounts to be a very nice guy, or at least runs a very successful shop. While doing his recon of Vargas's storefront, uh, which is a folded out uh, wagon, Eric's got into a surprise date or date arrangement with Safra Snake's sister, as she called herself, a Apparently dragon-blooded sorceress with green scales about her person and a deadly viper uh, as her trusty companion. They were set to meet that evening beneath Sashai's tower. Uh, the very woman that he's currently <laughs> trying to kill her boss with. Not kill. Mame. Mame. Excuse me. Sorry. That's, that's on me. That's an alternate timeline. That's an alternate timeline. <laughs> um, we didn't have our reboot yet. And... We're not explaining alternate timelines. And it is here that we will rejoin our comrade, our, our trusty companions. While Kiaren is out making contact with her fellow ghosts, and Drock is out looking for a door, Eryx is performing recon and playing, working his game. Performing recon? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Farron? Having are, a nap. What are you doing? Having a nap? Yep. All right, great. <laughs> well, you... Are suddenly attacked. Well, have a little sleepy sleep. Uh, are treated to a a strikingly vivid uh, dream. Uh oh. You find yourself in the middle of an expanse of desert, not unlike the one you're in now. If there wasn't a city here, I suppose, not unlike the ones that you traversed to get to shade through. Okay. Uh, however, uh, looking all around, you see not but. Sand dunes. You don't see any sign of shade or anything else. Mm. Um, what you do see, however, is this, the sky is kind of violet like a bruise. Kind of like this twilight, but there's no so source of like sundown or sun sunrise on it. Okay. Um, overhead, many times larger than it has any right to be, there's a, a huge burning orb. Um, the sun bloated massively. Okay. Um, casting like a, a baleful gaze around the center of the um, I use that phrase too much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking Sauron. Yeah, right. Um, it has like, like a brutal um, corona around the, the center of the sky. Uh, looking around you, the horizon seems to boil. Um, wisps of, of earth kind of tearing up into the air and turning into ether. <clears throat> uh, all around you can see the, uh, the ground begins to rumble and shake. As the the red sun uh, grows larger and brighter until all things are uh, eclipsed in this burning cataclysm, uh, and you suddenly uh, awaken, um, feeling somewhat uh, displaced and disoriented. 
Put the um, and uh, covered in cold sweat, despite the heat of the afternoon. <clears throat> huh. Kalor is angry at you for, you know, all those things you did. Maybe. Or he's angry at all you fuckers. Oh, oh blame <laughs> us! For what? Hey, I don't know why he's angry at me either, so... Um, would it be, like, knowledge religion to know if I can interpret that in any particular way? Um, I won't ask for any knowledge checks, okay. but whatever, however you want to interpret your dream book. Cool. Uh, knowledge, personal beliefs. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you have one of those little pocket dream guides, then, <laughs> then that's all you would. You had issues with your father. I was, yeah, about, right. I was just about to say that. There's a lobster and it represents the fact that you hate your mother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that was super weird. Um, what hmm. did you eat? Yeah, right. <laughs> Shouldn't have that spicy, uh, you know, whatever that was. Shouldn't eat that spicy goblet. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well, we still have that cannibalism or eating sentient creatures makes us go crazy thing. It's not. Yeah, it's it's a play by ear thing. If you if it becomes an epidemic, we might have to have a conversation. <laughs> I mean, if it's an alive situation, you know, or we have to eat, I think that's very sensible. Well, when you have a pile of rations on you and you're choosing to eat a sentient creature. There's issues, yeah. Underlying issues. However, after a while, after the incident with Chedic, Drock does make his way back, because that was very disconcerting. Okay. And if I'm technically a tiefling, is it cannibalism if I eat a human? Because I'm not human anymore. No, no it's <laughs> other sentience is the problem. No, no, I'm just talking about the actual, like, definition of the word cannibalism. I, I don't think they've taken cross-speciesism into account in the I, definition. I need a dolphin that's been made, that's been, that someone's familiar. <laughs> so it's endowed with a dolphin. you starting to be familiars. <laughs> okay, okay. You're <laughs> so fucking off point right now. All right. So, Farron, um, looking at the window, you notice it's much later in the afternoon than you would have expected based on how long it felt like you slept. Okay. Um... Mm. You time you hear, traveled again. You hear Drop uh, kind of milling about in the, the common area. Okay. Um, you hear uh, some stirring from the room fair and claimed, mm-hmm. uh, which surprised you, Drop, because you didn't think anyone was home. <clears throat> uh, when you got back, you were sort of calling out, and there was no uh, no response from anybody. And Drop's like, who's there? Uh, just me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, this is why we need a door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, uh, how did that go? Do well, we have one yet? Um, we can get one from a person who I'm pretty sure murdered some people. Um, he's a bugbear. Uh, well, so okay, yeah. we would be justified. I don't know, really, you know. He's, he's just going to give give you his door? No, we would take it from him. Oh, okay. It's a really good door, though. Okay. Actually, I, w- I walk in. I just don't have this conversation <laughs> yelling. I, I walk yeah. in. <laughs> I, just, I don't stay in the room. <laughs> Okay, well, so, now that the door thing's settled, how about that heart thing? What are, what are we going to do with that? Why am I asking you this? Well, did I use my... Did I use my, uh, my bardic... Did I ever use my bardic knowledge? That is flavor at this point? Yeah, I don't remember what the answer was, but uh, the heart seemed to... sort of It was almost definitely tied to some other, some other creature. It was basically like stuff you already knew. It was necromantic in nature and tied to some creature in some capacity. But it's not telling us the tale. Okay. Does the size seem that it's a human heart? You're asking me? Yeah. Uh, but you know more than me about stuff. I guess that'd be, what, knowledge medicine? Medicine would be a rubbery check. I was going to say, anatomy. If the heart organ is different in different species. No, it's just, you'd make a medicine check about it. 
and I'd use it as knowledge. Actually, my medicine's pretty good, so let's grab my... God, I hope so. You're a healer. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> One would hope. We have Zoidberg over here healing us. <laughs> 22? 22. Okay. Nice. Um, it is certainly like kind of medium-sized humanoid. So, okay. um, like dwarf, elf, human, maybe it doesn't quite look robust enough to be kind of like the more monstrous human races, maybe Noel. Okay. Um, but probably, but probably human. Human-ish. Human-ish. Like, <laughs> huh. <clears throat> well, I know someone we could ask about it, but we, um, I gotta do a thing first. What kind of thing? Doing a thing tends to get dicey with you guys. Well, um... I was there, I would resent that. <laughs> it had to do with Mad Sashai, and we have to do a task. Oh, oh good. Yeah. What it says on the tin, I assume. They're, they're mm-hmm. mad. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Well, I mean, we've done crazier shit at this point, so yeah, what the hell. <laughs> I have a question, though, morally, right? Uh-oh. So... Let's say I had to dismember someone who's a good person, but if instead I dismembered a villain and used that person's dismembered parts for the other person, that's cool, right? So, let, I'm, I'm going to roll that back just a little. You did say dismember, right? Non, non-lethal. Dismember as in removing of the members. From separating them. Oh, from... no, no, um, sorry. Uh, not that member. Not that member. <laughs> the phalanges, or, I believe they're called. Or is it that member? I mean, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> no, no, this is all, this is all, what's the word? Hypo, hypothetical? Sure. So okay. Eric's is just... Hypothetically. <laughs> he doesn't know why, it just feels appropriate. <laughs> um... Just stop and go, I think Drock's doing something stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere the stupid sense. <laughs> yeah, the stupid sense. It's like Marge and Homer. Like, oh no, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> Homer's doing something stupid. So, okay. Hypothetically, as you said, yeah. you have to dismember. Why? Does this have. Is this Sashai or whatever? Um, maybe. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> um, Take the possibility. We'll. We'll talk later. I, I gotta, I gotta think that one over. Who are we? To, wait, what? No, who are we dismembering? <laughs> this isn't hypothetical, is it? That was oddly specific. Well, it's, <laughs> it's hypothetical because I, this person's good, but I don't want to, you know, I can't go back on a bargain. So it's, you know, your wait, word. bargain. Well, it, you know, we had to, we had to do a thing. You know, we had to make a deal for stuff. Yeah, yeah, doing that thing again, huh? Yeah, so yeah. is your word more important or cutting off stuff from an innocent person? You know, which one? It's one of those. Well, you gave your word to cut off the innocent person. Well, so... actually, I, I, mean, I gave my word that I would do with that I would do something. I didn't think it was going to be that. It, it, didn't you? No, you, I really didn't. See where we are. <laughs> but I, yeah. Hold out your wrist. Oh, hold out your oh. wrist. <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, we'll figure this one out. <laughs> Don't tell Kiaren. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I promise. I'll give my word. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Kiaren. Mm. Kip you... said that I was going to wait for Sai. Mm-hmm. So Sai shows up in a 
a little while. Um, kind of unassuming and sort of mousy looking girl. Uh, probably in her like late teens. <clears throat> Make a perception check. Twelve. Twelve? Alright, you actually catch her sneaking into the the safe house. Like catch or like see? You notice her making in through one of the secret making her way in through one of the secret entrances. Can I catch her eye? Uh, well, you know you're, you're honor-bound to n- make her aware that you caught her so she can't stay here. All right, I'm going to... Or duty-bound, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the code. So I'm going to go up to her. All right. She's kind of putting a few loose rocks back in place. Uh, doesn't seem to notice you sneaking up on her. I'm going to tap her on the shoulder. Ah! <laughs> uh, she whips around um, a, a knife kind of in a, an undergrip as she kind of assesses the situation, trying to drop into a fighting stance. I'll grab her arm so she can't stab me. Uh, oh, no, she's, she's not, like, with her arm to stab you. She's, like, dropping into a fighting... I'm just stance. A fighting okay. punch, yeah. Um, and she says, Dang. Okay, and she turns around and starts undoing the, <laughs> the rocks. Before you go, I do have a message. Hmm. I already told uh, Kip, but if you could pass it along as well, that would be appreciated. Okay. If one was going to make a an underground, what was it? Railroad. What? Railroad. No. You wanted, <laughs> you wanted the secret exit out of your. But like, what is it called? The where the thing. Tunnel hatch. <clears throat> like a trap door. There we go. If one wanted to make a trap door in order to have an escape route in or out of a structure, and there was such assistance to be rendered, it would be appreciated. She says, uh, you are? Kieran. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll pass it along. Thank you. And she moves a few rocks, making a little hole in the wall, ducks out and closes it behind her. Next time, don't rattle the rocks. <laughs> Something, I don't know. Okay. I want to give her a tip. She says, I thought I was being good. All right. Next time. Okay, it's near sundown. Eric's, you're still, you've finished your reconnaissance, but you've got a few hours between your, now and your meetup. Drock and Farron are back up. at the mm-hmm. house. Uh, what are you doing? How long does it take to get back to, to the house, get to the house and to where I need to meet up with her? Uh, probably about an hour. So I have enough time to get to the house and at least talk with them for a little bit before I have to go to the meetup. Yes. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, while you're heading back, Kieran, uh, a short while later, just after sundown, Having delivered my message, I'm going back to the house. Okay, so on your way through the streets, you hear a woman's voice behind you say, I think you left this back at the safe house. And turning around, you see Illa, uh, your, your wraith. What does she got? She has your short sword, and she's <gasps> holding it back to you. I humbly take it back. There's a, mis- oh. a look of mischief on her face. How did you do that? Practice, she says, as uh, she sort of mock humbly throws her hands in her pockets and kind of gives you a little shrug. I like her. Secret doors, eh? I'm thinking about it. Would that be something doable? Uh, she kind of keeps walking with you. She sort of extends a extends an elbow to you uh, and then sort of peels you down an alleyway. And she says, tunnels are a hassle. Don't bother with them. If you don't have basement space... Too much work makes too much of a scene. Uh, you want a hidden door in the wall, probably. Ooh. Would it be able to be hidden? 
She gives you a look like, who do you think you're talking to? All right, all right. <laughs> that sort of flat eye. Come on. Really? Okay. <clears throat> How much time would it take? And what would the cost be? She says, please, we're sisters. We don't trade in money, we trade in deeds. In exchange for this door, I would need a favor. Something above and beyond. Might I inquire as to the nature of the favor? No. Then I will have to think it up. Think it over. I'm sorry. You won't get a better offer or as good a good quality of craftsmanship. I can assure you of that. Of that, I have no doubt. I'm not trying to screw you here. This is something that uh, favor for favor. What say? Would the extent of your favor be equal to the extent of mine? Says, eh, might be a little more legwork involved, but certainly equal amount of effort. Dismembered legs? We just have so many side quests going on already. Right? She says, I can't give you details because I don't know what it is yet. I just like having people owe me. <laughs> That's fair. Then I'll owe you one. Perfect. And uh, she goes, lead on. I'll take it back to the house with me. Cool. Meet the gang. Meet the <laughs> meet the folks. It's the point of having a secret hideout. <laughs> let me know the moment you come in. You know I what? Think John will let you know the moment I come <laughs> okay. in. Drock announced us as team whatever ser- serpent something. Viper strike. There we go. So secret, not so much. All right. As she gets, she's like, as you get kind of close, she goes, "Are we getting? Are we getting nearby?" Almost there. All right. Uh, give me a sec then. She. Says a few quick words and made a, makes a couple of sort of offhanded gestures with her hands. Um, she like wipes her hands down her face, and as they pass by, there's another face there. Uh, she grabs her hair and puts it up into a bun, and as her hair her hands trail, her blonde hair turns raven black. Um, she hot? Uh, <laughs> not for, she's very. Um, she looks like Jennifer. The the face is a little bit um, kind of world worn. She looks. From kind of her ageless elven um, grace, she now appears to be a, a human woman, probably in her mid to late forties or so. Mm-hmm. Um, she like stretches her back and there's a few pops, and then her sort of dancer's posture kind of slumps down a little bit. Um, she like rolls her shoulders, and they kind of one sort of offsets a little. I'm gonna talk to her. Uh, I'm gonna say, "What would you have me call you in front of the others?" She says, uh, my name, Jane, of course. Jane? Jane. Jane. I was like, we don't really have friends in D&D. Like, we just never have, like, oh, hey, <laughs> here's Derek. He's just gonna chill. How's he related? Not involved at all. He's just a dude. He's a good guy. We met at a bar. <laughs> That's how they're starting. Most D&D games, you're adventuring from town to town and not staying in one location. I have actually tried to make campaign settings where you could try to get... Friends? Like, yeah, like friends, a cast of characters people are used to interacting with, so it's a more cohesive world. All right. All right, so uh, Kieran and Jame are at the house after a few more minutes. Uh, the sun's probably been down for about half an hour to an hour or so at this point. Uh, they got a little fire going in the fire pit, warding off the quickening chill. She takes a look around. She goes, hey, here's some nice digs. We're looking to improve it. What would you recommend for a a secret door? 
For security purposes, of course. Of course. He says, uh, any of these rooms non-sleeping rooms? Um, that's or, fine. Do I... Do you know, everyone else is yeah, dead. <clears throat> yeah, like, I kind of wave, but then I don't interrupt. Just kind of look at towards you. <laughs> she kind of gives you all like a, a vague sort of wave of hello, but does makes no men- method of introduction or um, greeting. Nor do I. I'm not introducing her at all. Trap is playing. Trap keeps playing on his mandolin or no, his lyre. So wait, uh, I'm still a little bit confused as to the structural central hub with the front door. Five rooms kind of spoking off of the central hub. Okay, so then all in a, rooms in a roundy apart. round or in like a square? In a roundy round. Roundy round. Which means every room is spoken for except the main room. Indeed. Well, the larger ones. Every room is spoken for except the main room. Because there's one central room and then five like off, off rooms. Mm-hmm. So every room is spoken for because then we also have... Lauren. Lauren. Where's the bathroom? There is not a bathroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this was a point of discussion in the first day. All of the rooms have occupants. All right, well, who wants the door, then? Wants the door? You could get out the fastest, but you could also be vulnerable. This is, no, this is my work. I was like, I'll, I'll take the door. such a thing. Pretty sure he would want it, yeah. You could sneak out. Go to your date. <laughs> In general. <laughs> so, okay, Eric's volunteered. All right, let me see your room. Shows her to his room, which is empty. Yeah, it's like, there's a, probably your bedrolls in there, and well, so maybe some of your stuff. <laughs> so she walks over and kind of begins knocking on the uh, the stone wall a little bit. Um, presses against some of the areas. She Her hands sort of trace out a seam and looks at the cobblestone. She goes, yeah, this will do. Uh, how secure are you all on it? Pretty secure. Define pretty secure. Maximum security. I just say loudly. Uh, you're incurring my own debt. Thank you. Well, I'll uh, I'll give you three choices. Uh, we got phrase, sigil, or blood. What is the difference between all three? Well, it makes the door open. Phrase, you say the magic word, and there it goes. Sigil, you need a, a certain sigil properly scribed, either on your person or on something you're carrying. Press it up against the the right rock, and open it goes. And blood, um, you need a little, you need to bleed a little bit, but let's go sigil. Blood's the most secure, because if someone's got yours and you got other problems. We can make multiple sigils so we can all use the broom for whatever reason that would happen. Yeah, so, uh, let's go with sigil. So we're not cutting ourselves constantly. Yeah. Ain't as bad as making it out to be, but sigil it is then. <clears throat> and she opens up a, like a, a satchel that she has draped across her. And begins pulling out a couple of uh, bottles. Um, the first one has like a a lavender, like thick fluid in it. As the uh, the flask kind of sloshes around, you can see it moves up like a like a pudding like fluidity. Um, then there is a a clear vial with a clear liquid in it, about um, sort of test tube size. And <clears throat> she pulls out a um, like a wrapped ball of clay, which she. Rolls out into like a, a little sheet. She hands it to Yukiar and says, uh, Draw your sign and I'll work on the enchantment. We get to make our own? Yeah. Cool. Well, she be a viper. I like God. Make it something you can, <clears throat> you can recreate with some level of uh, accuracy 
because if the sigil's off, then it won't work. Viper strike. No. We already know about that. There was a bug we already talked to. We already know this team Viper strike. So I'm just saying. That's not our situation. We might just want to go with it. Might want to ride that train. How about that? My doodle? Yes, your doodle. <laughs> is that secure enough or is that too simple? It's just a geometric shape, but. That'll work. Dear listeners, it looks like a. It's a box. A box with a. It's a thing. It's essentially a pyramid. It. It's a pyramid. It, it's a. It's a pyramid from up to like viewed <clears throat> from up top. Magic the Gathering fans might know it's a hedron <laughs> <laughs> from the Zendikar set. <laughs> and for everyone else, it's a square <laughs> with the corners diagonally crossed. Uh, she goes, yeah, it's a little more of a rhombus. Oh, it looks square. It's a little off. Uh, she says, draw it in the clay, and she hands you a little stylus. Doodle doodle doodle. Cool. It takes about an hour or so. She. At which point I'm gone. <laughs> kind of trace, takes the uh, clear liquid and like splashes onto her finger and then begins drawing the outline of it. Okay, but she, ru- she rubs the unjet, the, the thick kind of pudding-like um, goo on the inner blocks that make up this doorway. And then on the like a larger center one, on the inside, she brings out a hammer and chisel and tink, 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 etches in the the sigil you've made in clay. On the... the simplest description is to say it's a D8. <laughs> yeah, I guess top down. Um, she goes on the outside and uh, takes a little piece of... or takes her chisel and makes this little scratch on the the, the keystone, basically. She says, it's this one. Just pointing it out to, all, to the lot of you. Okay. Um, I make sure I leave whenever I need to to get to the meeting. Okay. It takes about and also, but I do need to have a conversation with him before he leaves. But just pin in it. Yeah, sure. She takes a a little bit of. Um, she asked you for a gold. Um, I'll give her gold with a simple incantation. The the coin turns to uh, it, it glows for a moment and then turns to liquid. Hmm. Fits into the. The shape that you've drawn out on the clay. Uh, well, she lets it cool and harden, and then insets it into the where she chiseled out on the rock. Hmm. She kind of like doo, 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 hammers it in so it's fixed. She goes, uh, and there you go. Just uh, press a drawing of this on the opposite side. Hmm. Um, scale doesn't matter, but you gotta make sure your proportions are pretty pretty close. And uh, there she goes, open right up. Let's scare the crap out of Eric's. <laughs> <laughs> How do we close it? Uh, press the sigil on the inside, or uh, to the to the symbol here, and she points to the same geometric shape, and uh, I'll close it right up. Cool. So I think the simplest thing would be to get signet rings for everybody and etch the symbol into the signet rings. Isn't you just you're not digging something out of your pocket? You pop your ring against the Mm. He goes, yeah, that'll work. Some people like tattoos. Uh, some people... Uh, I've seen... One folk had a little scar in the shape of theirs. Mm. Um, but, you know, whatever works for you. However, only members of Team Viper Strike get one. Yes. Alright, well, that sounds good for y'all. Well, uh... We'll talk a little bit later about that, uh, that payment. And... Y'all have a good evening. Thank you, ma'am. You too, strange lady. 
Alright, so at some point I'll try to get a hold of five essentially blank signet rings and see how difficult it is to etch the design in myself, keeping down the amount of people that have seen this design in connection to us. Okay. Drock, you said you want to grab Eric before you take off. Yeah. Um have a really quick conversation about uh Matsushai and Vargas. Okay. I have an alternate plan. So do you use your uh, the, the voice you were talking with previously so we can mm-hmm. yeah, it we up. have an alternate I have a plan. That better? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like like your normal speaking voice catches oh. like way better than your drop okay. voice. Okay. Well, yeah. plan is to instead of because Vargas seems like a good guy, I really don't want to cut off his fingers. I said this out of earshot. Yeah. I'm totally trying to listen in now. By the way, I'm gonna go carve the joint of the rock. We actually just talk to Vargas and say, "This is a situation. We want you to wear like a." gauntlet for maybe a month we'll find some other person who's like villainous and cut off his fingers to use for Mashashai. that way we're friends with vargas and friends with Mashashai, and we've cut the fingers off you know maybe some guy who was a murderer perception of 23 so you still want to maim somebody yeah absolutely yeah because like, they don't want to upset Mashashai. that'd be crazy i agree upsetting her would be insane i can't got it with this <laughs> But Shade has a lot of unsavory individuals. We could just find one of their fingers and, like, you know, cut them off. A person who's a murderer or worse. Is there an knowledge check? And a, uh, would I have any way of knowing if she'd be able to figure out that she'd been had? You're not quite sure what sort of CSI skills uh, Sashai has, but... Um, Send it to the lab. Be... <laughs> Send it to the lab. <laughs> it also depends a lot on this, the state that you brought the fingers to them, to her in. And what sort of attentions and details she may or may not have had about Vargas, or if he has any weird yeah, like, finger issues. We talk with Vargas about it so we can get a look at his hands and find his identical hand twin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing stupid oh, again. Oh, God. No, we find it. Everyone has an identical hand twin. We find Vargas's and then use that person's hands. Hold up. What are you basing that everybody has an identical hand twin? Well, it's just common knowledge. Everyone immediately just looked at their hands. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> because my hand twin wouldn't be here anyway. <laughs> that way we gain more allies. Instead of having one person who seems like a good dude angry at us. I get I, I get where you're coming from. I do. I just have a really bad feeling about trying to get one over on a sorceress. One that's proven that when she's crossed, she will maim you. Or potentially kill you. I have a feeling that she might want to have people killed. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's worth the risk. Because then we have Vargas on our side. I, I just know. think it's the right thing to do. And Drock puts his hand on Eric's and looks into his eyes. Not like that, but you know. <laughs> not romantically. <laughs> not romantically, but in a very, like, bro, like... Bro. It's the right thing to bro. do. No homo. <laughs> you just got... Oh my gosh. So how much of that did I catch? You caught about... It was a 23. Yeah. I'll let you get sort of the gist that they're they're doing something... Well, I guess, no, you dropped All of the homo. <laughs> I already told it. Yeah, he pretty much, I gave you the broad strokes. Okay. This is more detailed. So you've now confirmed that it's probably not as hypothetical as things seem. Yeah. And it's very suspicion. likely that Eric's is involved in... Okay. No small capacity. 
Over. Or they're making out. Over. Eric's <laughs> one or the other. Up, I will leave it up to you. Whatever you think is, whatever you think is going to work for us. Because that's what matters. I want okay, minimal so... culpability. Eric, this is your decision. Or <laughs> him in the clear. It's your fault either way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Since he's usually in heavy armor, is there any chance that I could hear him eavesdropping? You are not stealthy. No, he's not like no. sneaking up on you. He's just kind of like keeping an ear out for mm. the most part. Just asking. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. There's always an outside chance that he clanks wrongly. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> clank, 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 clank with the trolley. Yeah. Okay. Do I intervene? Is that a song? Yes. I don't know that song. Anyway. Hmm. I don't know. Is it, on the one hand, you have a point. On the other hand, I feel like potentially trying to cross her is a really bad idea. I feel like crossing a merchant is less detrimental to our overall health. I I like living, and I like my hand. Does Vargas like his hands? I don't know how we flip a coin. <laughs> He's making a valid argument, and you're like, well, chance for the <laughs> Oh my god. This isn't a football game. This is maiming a guy. I'm not there. I can't argue. Yep. Alright, um... I have to think on that. I don't know. You have a point, but I'm not sure it's a good idea to try to fool her. I don't know enough about what her magic is capable of. I don't think she's going to investigate the fingers. I think it's more of the, the, gest- the gesture. She'll probably, because who else would do such a thing, she'll think. She doesn't know me that well. She doesn't know that I'll go to these lengths to do the right thing. <laughs> but if we do it, if she lo- intends to look into it at all, like we have to make it convincing on his end, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have to wear a gun. Like, you have to say, like, oh no, Viper Strike, they stole my fingers. No, maybe we don't but mention that. Salt might even need to go to, like, a healer. Exactly. We have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, don't. nods to himself. That's <laughs> 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 he's like, mm-hmm. yes, I do. <laughs> Does he say, uh-huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> the door? <laughs> Worst eavesdropper ever. <laughs> he starts, like, agreeing into the conversation. <laughs> not quietly at all. <laughs> Like, standing behind Drock. <laughs> and if Shashari looks into us at all, maybe not find it the least bit suspicious that we cut off a man's hand and then his arcular fingers? <laughs> it's still Sorry, his palm. fingers. <laughs> and then our healer heals him. Well, she'll just, she won't know who healed him. He'll just, Argos just to say, oh, I found a healer, you know, that's something a merchant yeah, would do. God. I feel like I want to know more about her before making this decision. Um... Cue the side quest. <laughs> yeah. well, that's pretty much this campaign. So I guess the next bit of recon is finding out more about Matt Sashai, but probably after my date. Okay. So, because uh, if she's known for like figuring this kind of thing out, like people have crossed her and tried to weasel out of deals and gotten screwed, then hell no. But like if that's never come up and there's like some rumors of people like, yeah, I told you got one over on her. And hey, maybe. A, who would brag about that? And Oh, you know what? I'm not there. I'm yep. not going to... Rogues and drunks? Okay. So, you're taking off. People with Matt in their name. And Eric's... Decided to think about it. Makes his way into the, the city's night. Uh, a short while later, you find yourself at the base of Sashai's Tower with... <laughs> yeah, no good's going to come of this. Mm-mm. <laughs> Should I betray her? Hmm, I'm gonna go hang out outside her house. Yeah, right. I don't know how this is gonna go. With uh, 
a, a little search around uh, has Sovra kind of hanging out nearby, not really at her front door, but kind of. I figure she's not that stupid. In the area. Uh, the pair of vipers are still at her side. Um, or one's kind of slithering next to her. The other is kind of wrapped around her neck and shoulders. Um, she's kind of absentmindedly petting its head as you approach. Eric's kind of like stops, like looks at the snake, debating, should I pet it? Will I get bit if I pet it? Could I survive if I got bit? <laughs> um, uh... As you walk up, she kind of assesses your glance. Um, and as if reading your mind, she says, um, no, yes, and probably not. <laughs> I figured. But I had to wonder. I wasn't quite sure you'd show. I thought we would have been all bluster back there, but I'm glad you did. No, not all bluster. I tend to follow through with things. Not always to my benefit. Turn the charm up. There's fair. Okay, remember, anything I say is filtered through Eric's actually being incredibly charming, <laughs> considering what his freaking charisma is. Tom, not so much. There's a reason I'm perpetually single. <laughs> she says... Well, what did you uh, what did you have in mind to show a uh, show a little lady from out of town a, a good time tonight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, to explain, we all started laughing. Lisa and Mick Eric's playing with the skull, mocking people. <laughs> skull puppets, yeah, the skull puppets. <laughs> That's your best. It's worked yeah, so far. Watch this. <laughs> yeah, it totally didn't lead into a fight. <laughs> Maybe she's into that. How would Snake Lady feel about fighting Sand Snake Lady? Yeah, well, I might have uh, strong feelings. Yeah. Sorry, I brain farted. Um, <laughs> Eric didn't say that. <laughs> Make that He's just been thing. staring off into space for a few seconds here. Oh god, it's like JD on Scrubs. He's yeah. just inner monologuing while she's sitting there staring at him. Well, actually, I guess to a degree, what I might have planned uh, starts with a question. How agile are you? Dude, <laughs> this is easy to say. Landing on pretty thick there, buddy. <laughs> well, no, she goes. That includes stamina. I'm asking about something else. <laughs> How flexible are yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> if, if he's flexible, that's more of it. Agile is like different. <laughs> she, uh, she. I'm a freaking thief, Jilly. <laughs> She's grinning the whole time. She says more so. No, I know. Eric isn't. Isn't do it. Perturbed. <laughs> I love how we're backseat. I yeah. love this. This is a freaking eliminate here. Keep down peanut gallery. I love when John is DMing a woman and we have to flirt with. It's always great. Oh, it's better than being the DM and having to flirt with somebody's girlfriend in a game. That's awkward. <laughs> All right. Uh, more so than most, she says, as she kind of like gives an exaggerated stretch. Um, like her her elbow kind of going way like way too far back like some people can do um, but also kind of you know giving you a good view of the girls the goods she gives you a little wink yes well over the course of my life people tend to experience cities one way where I have tended to experience them in quite a different way he can show you the, the world <laughs> So, <laughs> so, you guys make it really hard. You know, <laughs> no, 
just I'm pretending enjoying cool this. Suave. It's fine. Just pretend we're friends. Just we will cool build up your self-esteem, Todd. We will. We'll make you have the best date ever. John. <laughs> hey, I'm a medium to good date. All right, you should be so lucky. John, hey, we got Lisa. John, wear a wig. <laughs> just to help with the experience. Oh, that was me, actually. This isn't meant for that thing here, Joe. It's theater of the mind. <laughs> a wig and lipstick? Go on. So uh, Eric's reaching into his pack and pulls out his rope with a grappling hook. He pulls out a rope. Oh. With a grappling are. hook. Kinky. <laughs> We're going up. Hey. Right. Which uh, which building do you whip it up to? <laughs> not Magicize. I was curious. All right. He's, Birds, he's, currently he is not in the, in the mood to breaking into the place that he's trying to sort of working for. Okay. So she uh, reaches down and grabs the other snake and puts it into like a little satchel pack at her, at her hip. Its head sticks out, but the rest is sort of coiled within. Like oh. a dog with his head out the window. Hey! Yeah, like a little purse dog, but <laughs> it's a purse. What a deadly viper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you climb up. Yeah. All right, she grabs on, uh, following, and uh, just gives you enough room to sort of be above her before she starts climbing up behind. Uh, about halfway up, she gives you a little whistle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Looks down. This tail in the way. Uh, she is not particularly. Just admiring the view. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, Lisa's enjoying this. Come on now, up you go. Uh, he, yeah, he keeps going. All right. Kind of gives her a wink and then heads up. You charmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's totally me. <laughs> All right, so you're on top of the building, but it's not a particularly impressive site. It's only a one-story well, building. Starting here, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> the, Don't judge it yet. <laughs> the the buildings that sort of have a conspicuous height in the area um, that you can see now that you're a floor uh, a story up. You've got Sashai's Tower. You have uh, Raheem's Manor House. There is <laughs> all bad ideas. <laughs> Just all bad date ideas. There's another two-story dwelling that you don't quite have. Uh, you don't know what it is. You don't know who resides there. Um, there's, of course, the Hollow Temple, which towers over pretty much everything. It crossed my mind, but I'm pretty sure we're still a few days out of just breaking into there. Yeah. Security's probably amped up, especially yeah. considering how much we were in the Hollow Temple during the break-in. There's still bodies around. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Wellspring warehouse but that's not really you know, you know for a fact there's a guard on top of it so. <laughs> well i did being taken to the top of the hollow temple because as far as i know it's the highest point mm -hmm. but because of what we just went through that might not be so easy mm -hmm. and i can't make her invisible with my cloak and myself as i learned with oh man cloak. good try just gotta huddle a little tighter buddy <laughs> okay see if that had worked that would be an option <laughs> she says uh okay kind of gives a look, look around this is neat all right, um, I'm assuming Eric's has been all around the city enough to have a pretty good lay of the land. Yeah, you've got a rough kind of... So, I mean, I, I'm going to have to take your word on some of this, but he's going to essentially guide her, you know, take her through some of the better parts of the city, find good spots for views. He's not barreling ahead without her. Like, I mean, he's trying to make it fun and exciting as they're maneuvering the buildings, but is staying by her, or helping her if she's needing it, or if she's not and she's, they're just being flirty. 
Okay, so his acrobatics is 18, and his athletics is 3. <laughs> Maybe inspiration? Uh, don't blow shallow. it, man. How shallow are you? <laughs> Eric's is pretty shallow. <laughs> um, he's going to do it. I he's going to do it. <laughs> Look stupid from a girl. Shining shoes. I vote he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, doesn't we are not. His wait, no, it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh, I don't need to burn inspiration. I have luck. There you go. Oh, there you go. Ah, twenty-one. Dude. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I know I took that yeah. date for a reason. Rico Suave over here. So as you're running about, leaping from rooftop to rooftop, uh, she gives a good accounting for herself. Uh, at one point, she sort of pauses for a moment, catches her breath, and then you see her cast a, a quick spell, and then seems much more able to uh, to keep pace. I just have all of Aladdin stuck in my head now. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> your fault. At what point do you tell her you're Batman? <laughs> uh, sorry, especially with the Disney songs and the Batman thing. Like, yeah. A whole new world. <laughs> well, no, the um, the rock version of uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You." He changes one of the lines to uh, like something about Batman. <laughs> like it's really subtle until you watch the video. But then all of a sudden, when he says that line, he's wearing a Batman mask. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, so she says, uh, "Oh, it's be Batman." Is what he changes it to. Is that be a man? Still inspirational. I know. It's just... That's some. You gotta give sure a few. A few sites, but she says, uh, yeah, this isn't quite the, it's, it's a little different perspective, but not quite the change I was expecting. Perhaps only a little bit higher. Is the, is the Hollow Temple the only thing that's higher? Or is it Hollow Temple? Uh, Hollow Temple, uh, Sashai's Tower, Raheem's Manor, uh, the Road's End. Um, there's another two-story building you haven't noticed, and there are a couple others kind of well, I'm trying. I'm trying to take her up as, as high as I can, but to places I know that aren't going to get me actively killed. Uh, and if we get near enough the Hollow Temple, mm -hmm. then I can try to guide us towards the Hollow Temple. If it looks like it's not, if the Hollow Temple itself doesn't look heavily guarded, mm -hmm. and I'm not attempting to break into the place, I may try to take her to the top of that. Okay. Plus, they don't know what I look like, so I could at least be like, fair, fair. The the temple is just too large to be effectively guarded by whatever crew uh, Asmara seems to have in her, in her employ. You see somebody kind of watching the, the front door, but it's like a half-mile long structure. Like, you can go to pretty much anywhere along the wall and, and right make your way, way up if you wanted to, yeah. Yeah, so then we'll do that. I mean, and I'll... Eric's will try to increase, like, the level, the, the sense of danger by it, by trying to make it more of a close call. Okay. But, like... Walking that line between making it like seem like more danger than it really is, but still not 
giving much of a chance to actually alert the guards. I mean, granted, he's super stealthy, but mm-hmm. kind of trying to like walk that line of artificial danger. Okay. Uh, she seems content to kind of remain in stealth with you, mm-hmm. and you climb up to one of the one of the lower windows, uh, or one of the, the kind of the oddly spaced side windows on the uh, the temple side. Inside, she, once you get inside, she goes, uh, "That's a bit of a different tactic. I've never been brought to church on a first date before." <laughs> Did you just waggle your eyebrows at me? Joe's into it. <laughs> You've captivated me, Tom. <laughs> oh. I'm just trying to make this as awkward as I can for you. Because <laughs> I'm your friend. Success. <laughs> the problem is you keep killing my train of thought. Yeah, let's do my work. Come on. <laughs> no. He's <laughs> like, okay, I have to... Nope. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. Derail. God damn it, I actually had something and now it's gone. <laughs> Take me to church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. We have to do some kind of persuasion on this one because this probably ended up being other shit. Um, <laughs> confidence, Tom. Be confident. Prince Women like confident people. <laughs> um, uh. So you're about twenty twenty five feet up. Yeah, no. Um, she she makes the the the, the going to church line. I had something in my head about because Eric looks like a fucking demon. <laughs> Make please for me a reflex saving throw. Oh shit! Uh-oh. She's gonna try and seventeen. Okay. Uh, when you guys get up to the roof, you're sort of walking along the the peak of the the, the rooftop. Uh, it comes to like a a pointed top, and you're walking towards a large. Large steeple. I'm like, spinneret. Nope, that's what spiders have. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Take an interesting Minaret is what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was like, spire, minaret. Nope, spinneret. No. Nope, that's a spider <laughs> thing. Okay. Or spider man. This whole temple is just a big spider butt. Yep. <laughs> I'm out. You're yeah. done. I'm out. You're walking along the, the peak of the roof towards the minaret when uh, a, a, bit of, makes sense. a bit of ancient stonework gives way beneath your feet uh, and she starts to go over. Um, you lunge out and Grab her by the hand. As she's uh, hanging down, like grabbing oh, onto you, you're sort of prone on the, the rooftop with her hanging below you. The uh, the snake wrapped around her neck uh, appears to be very agitated by the situation, begins to hiss at you. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, like kind of its head begins kind of dancing up next to her face. See something cool. Damn it, it's not char- it's not humanoid, otherwise I just <laughs> charm it. <laughs> be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the really cheesy lineup. Didn't expect you to fall for me that quickly. <laughs> oh, nice. Dude. Nice. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Say that. She says, uh, less jokes, more lifting. <laughs> <laughs> Time to place, Tom. Time to place. <laughs> he pulls her out. Okay. Uh, make a strength saving throw for me, please. Luck. <laughs> that was really bad. It was marginally better. Ten. <laughs> oh, awesome. No. Yeah. It, it was six before. <laughs> Did you do something really cool and then you're struggling? <laughs> <laughs> you're, uh, you're pulling her up a little bit. Um, make a dex saving throw. This is going wild today. Seventeen. Seventeen? Okay. Ah. You just want me to fail. <laughs> oh my god. That's so new. Right, so you kind of, you, you can't really like deadlift her, but you sort of give like, give her a swing. And then swing her up. She seems to kind of get what you're going for and kind of kicks her legs to help you out. You swing her up back onto the roof. Uh, so doing makes you fall off, 
but you whip your grappling hook up and it sort of bounces terrifyingly a few times <laughs> and then catches on a, a loose bit of roof tile, uh, arresting your fall about 20 feet from the, the ground. She uh, kind of catches her own breath and says, uh, you all right down there? Oh, yeah, fine. He <laughs> goes, yeah, fine. Probably the least terrifying fall I've ever had. And he just kind of like quickly makes his like quickly and agilely like makes his way back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably adding some flourishes where necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's climbing a rope. It's like there's <laughs> no well, nice way. To yeah, do but that. you guys you can do a little swinging or something. Yeah, um, especially when he gets to the top to get you know get kind of get back up in an agile manner. Mm-hmm. Flex a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, he's real because he can feather fall. He's never in danger of actually falling. Right. <laughs> she says, "All right, well, I'll admit, <laughs> saving me from grievous bodily harm definitely earned you a few points." <laughs> I thought it would be like the movie scene, like, "Oh, I gotcha! Oh, you saved yeah. me!" Like, put on no, no, hero. not with these two. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll have to find more ways to earn points like that. By putting her Threatening in her, grievous, great. <laughs> threat of bodily harm. Hey, dangerous. Again, Eric's is actually a thrill seeker, so danger is fun for him. Like, Fair this kind of thing is actually a thing he enjoys doing. Falling from the building was fun. Okay. They're not landing, falling and not splatting on the ground. <laughs> so let's keep going. All right. Uh, so yeah, he kind of takes her back up. Uh, tries to use what he remembers of being in the building before to go through the safe, kind of the safe path. So you're here. you're already off the, be- the path you went. Before you went through the building to get there for the most part, now you're on the, the peak of the roof, sort of navigating this decrepit temple. At, at some place, the roof's kind of collapsed in completely, and you're able to, you had to sort of scoot around it, but you're sort mm-hmm. of keeping at the, the peak whenever possible. She seems to kind of prefer that that spot. The, uh, the <laughs> moon is shining down. You can see star-filled sky. Um, and the, the minaret now like sort of looms close. Uh, it's going to be a tricky climb. You don't can't really see a way in. It seems to be a little more intact than a lot of the rest of the, the temple. Um, whatever staircase or way up there, if there ever was one, is within, and you're currently without. I hope you brought snacks for your little rooftop <laughs> picnic. I have rations. <laughs> How romantic. Here, here's some hardtack. <laughs> here's some dried jerky. <laughs> hey, this wasn't planned. Yeah, <laughs> None of this was planned. Says, uh, so, why don't you go first to follow your lead? Yeah, alright, so, um, he kind of tr- tries to feel his way with his foot a little bit, just to make sure the ground's actually secure. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's not, like, wasting too much time with it, just kind of Tentatively touching. The tower doesn't seem like it's going to collapse. The ground, you said it was kind of, the ground wasn't so oh, sure. The, the area around the, the tower seems fine. Okay, I was going off the description you gave. Oh yeah, sorry. Like, overall the roof's in pretty bad shape, but it's not like, it doesn't feel like it's an imminent collapse where you are. Oh, yeah, then I just, I, I guide her across that. Okay. Well, you're going up now. You know what I mean. Okay. Uh, make a perception check first. 23. Okay, followed by acrobatics. Luck. <laughs> Last one. Son of a bitch. 10. 10? Better than the first one, though. All right, and athletics. Oh, boy. 8. Yes. 8. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start rooting against you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Only in this situation. <laughs> Sorry, you're looking like a jackass. Girl. 
Awesome. <laughs> Fortunately for you, your keen eye kind of manages to plot out an, an easier route. So even though you're kind of fairly exhausted from the, the running, climbing, and walking you've already done, uh, you manage to kind of wind a path up the, the tower. Uh, ha! She acquaints herself uh, surprisingly well, uh, it seems, as she kind of climbs up behind you, uh, moving, ab- moving about the, the, the way with uh, considerably less effort than you seem to be getting with. By the, the top, you're a little bit winded. Uh, and she's certainly not, like, it wasn't effortless, but she's, you know, better not, off. Yeah, a little bit better off. And she says, uh, now this is a new site, I have to say. And she kind of walks around. The, the top of it, you can see a, like a hatch leading to the interior of the, the tower. There's a, a peach roof, which is partially collapsed. And otherwise, it's like a flat top with a 360-degree uh, view. There are archways, uh, nine of them spaced like equidistant around the, the mm-hmm. top of it, uh, although four of them have collapsed along with the, the roof there. Make a perception check. Seven. Seven? Okay. She, she walks around the, the outskirts, getting kind of precariously close to the edge, and at one point even grabbing the one of the archways and kind of leaning way out to uh, look over. Uh, you're actually at the, the northern end of the temple, uh, overlooking the old city which you can see kind of sprawling out in the distance. Uh, you hadn't noticed before, but near the kind of northeast corner of the older city, uh, you see a, a larger structure kind of looming, uh, dominating the kind of the streets of just identical cookie-cutter buildings that you saw during your time walking around there. We have no idea what it is? You have no idea what it is. It's just kind of... Looming dark and <clears throat> kind of forebodingly mm-hmm. in the, the midst of the city. It's not like on the edge of it, it's but it's sort of in that like kind of northeastern third. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of the other buildings looked anything like it, other than the material they seem to be made of. Um, nothing like it in scale, certainly. And it's nothing you had noticed uh, prior. Okay. So, I mean, he's probably walking around, I guess fairly similarly, using his tail to help with his own balance, but just mm-hmm. kind of walking on the edge. Considering <laughs> that you've been rooting against me, I don't know that I want to take advice from you. <laughs> I'm a fun date. <laughs> I'm also really finding the urge to have Eric start like picking up the debris, some of the debris and throwing it towards the wellspring. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the distance is too great here. <laughs> I know, it's just not like throwing a rocket like the guy in the room. <laughs> this one's for you, Farron. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a big rock. But the guy's like, what the shit? <laughs> Taught you well. <laughs> girls love rock throwing. <laughs> so she says, uh, is this why you take all your girls? <laughs> so far, only you. Actually, he doesn't say that so far. That'd be really rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you enough charisma for an etiquette, an etiquette check there. Uh, I uh, guess only you. I haven't been up here too many times. Technically true. It's, te- it's not a lie. <laughs> he yeah. has been up here recently. Does she believe you? You should make a map on it. Says, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, there are either the danger starts drawing a map <laughs> of the city. Hold on. 
Like, Photography's <laughs> a hobby. <laughs> uh, so the people down there, look at them. So tiny, so insignificant. Begging for rocks dropped on them. <laughs> hey, you took the rockets from this high. You could really kill them. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of uh, peers over. How much, like... Yeah, right? <laughs> no? Aw. Um, how prehensile is his tail? Like, could he wrap it around... <laughs> no, it's not what you any of you were thinking. Like, could he, like, wrap it around, like, a post and, like, lean over without using his hands? No, it's not... It's it's a pretty dumb tail. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be used for slapping, though? I'm telling you, man. Just, you've earned enough points. It's gonna be cute. Drock says from afar. Kieran's standing there like, no, no. Drock, do dumb shit. <laughs> she says, uh, what do you see? And um, kind of look, She's looking over shade. She doesn't really seem to have too much interest in the old city. I see the people tiny and milling about their lives. Mostly. What I see, he kind of points at like Harim's mansion and some of the other bigger buildings. <laughs> I see lots of people that have grown fat in their own opulence that uh, potentially could be relieved of a few things. <laughs> she's a merchant, correct? <laughs> no, she's a guard. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> On cue, the buildings explode. Traveling happy. You met me at a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fantastic. She says, uh... Romantic. We have to steal things together. Hey, he is what he is. I see the people that are the lifeblood flowing flowing through the streets, in and out, feeding the various uh, cartels, merchants, crime lords, people of power. I see... With my little eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No one looks cool on a date. Anyone, <laughs> no one looks cool in the situation. No, no one also looks cool role-playing a date in front of a bunch of other people, constantly mocking them. Constantly. It's <laughs> like that horrible MTV show where you got people in the bus like giving you a play-by-play on your fucking date. Oh. Um, and you're having to like think crap up on the spot and try to romance your DM. Yeah. Like I said, you should be so lucky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> John seems like I, said, I, I, I have in my head that everything translates through the filter of Eric's. It's no, actually. No, no. I, just, I'm assessing yeah. that. No, I, I know you are. I sort of, We're I'm not. keeping in mind for myself no. that Eric's isn't fumbling through this like I am. But it'd be fun if you was. Persuasion <laughs> <laughs> is one of the things he's good at. This is, as is stealing. <laughs> uh, so, stealing what do you call heart. yourself? A freelance wealth redistribution agent? A. Uh, Acquisitions specialist, or simply thief. <laughs> He's charming, not cheesy. In case that audio didn't pick up, John said a thief, and Joe whispers, none of too heart. subtly, of hearts. <laughs> you charmer. Girls love stupid puns, I think. <laughs> that could be the name false. of this episode. Right. She kind of gives you a wry smile as she yeah. says it. And he goes, I, w- I would never use once so worthy as the we- or wordy as the wealth distribution act, uh, specialist, but yes. <laughs> I do not like to think of myself as a, a common thief. I, I don't steal to survive. <laughs> Why do you steal then? Because it's there. Because I can. I've never, I've never been at want for food, and getting into places that I shouldn't be has always been fun. And getting out too. Oh, testify to that. 
As I was unconscious, I guess I can't, but you know. <laughs> you got out, didn't you? That's true. It's what he's good at. Breaking and exiting? Yeah. <laughs> um, and taking stuff while he's in there. Sure. So when you see something you want, you just take it? So many words. Hint. Hint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, she, like, lays, she puts her hand, her, her left hand in the, the satchel that already has the snake. She's going to throw a snake uh, at you. Yeah. There, 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 there is an inherent problem with him making a move on her like that, is that she's got deadly snakes on her that don't like him. She uh, says a word in a bit of hissy speech, and the snake that's wrapped around her neck um, winds down her arm into the satchel. Uh, she takes it and uh, tosses it basically at the opposite edge of the ledge. Uh, make a perception check real quick. Then fuck that up. 20. 20. All right, you notice that right before the... Uh, the satchel hits the, uh, she's just going to like, throws it. Um, right before it lands, it sort of floats for a moment and then softly hits the... Uh, like a feather fall, essentially. Um, and she says, well, and <laughs> fade to black. black. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's as far as that awkwardness needs to go. <laughs> so on that sexy note, <laughs> for tonight, but thank you all for joining us. Uh, for this episode of Die by the Dice. As always, if you like something, uh, please let us know on SoundCloud. Hit that little like button. Leave a comment for me. I always read them, and I love to hear feedback. If you think any of our players did a good job, let us know in those comments, and uh, they will get shout-outs and bonus XP and some bonus inspiration. Um, I'm sort of softening my stance on it a little bit, but they're certainly getting more XP from listener shout-outs than from DM shout-outs. And also, uh, please tell, if you like what you're, we're doing here, and if you're listening to this part still, then God bless you. You definitely do. Um, please tell other people about it. Uh, spread the word. We're not doing any advertising, so word of mouth is the only way this adventure is uh, getting out there. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Thank you again for listening to the Dive of Podcast, and we'll see you next time.